back to another episode of the Beer Truth Podcast. I'm Tom, and this is a, I guess, Thanksgiving episode. So, thanks for tuning in. Um, it's Thanksgiving today as I'm uh, recording this, which, especially lately, can be a very controversial holiday. And somehow it's become political, and you know, a lot of people aren't with their families in this everything this year. Things are different, so. Uh, it's a good day to reflect on what you're grateful for and thankful for in the last year. Uh, you know, your friends, your family, the good things that you have going on and recognize that that's not the same for everyone. So not to be doom and gloom, but I think it is important to, um, have some perspective and, you know, things look a lot different for a lot of people this year, not just here in America, but around the world. And as I'm writing this, yesterday, the 25th, uh, over 2,300 people in America died from COVID. So it's not getting better right now. And I think it's understand. Uh, it, I think it's important to just have perspective on that. Um, you know, there's a lot of people going through sometimes maybe the toughest times of their life. So you know, worldwide almost a million and a half people have died. You know, a lot of people are hungry, facing evictions, uh, no federal relief in sight. And a lot of people I think are trying to find ways to be grateful for what they have without failing to acknowledge that times are tough. And it's hard to find things to be grateful for when, uh, when things are not really great. So, uh, having that perspective is important. I think personally, I'm grateful for the people in my life. Um, the ability to keep doing this podcast, food on the table, roof over my head, my lady, and things have not been easy for, you know, all our favorite breweries, restaurants, small businesses, etc. Uh, one thing that we have seen though, is loyal fans of these places really step up to keep their favorites in business. And, you know, through all the various stages of shutdowns, to-go only, uh, delivery, all that kind of stuff, and all the changes that have been made. But people have really, people have really kept their, a lot of their favorite places in business. And that being said, there are a lot of places that have shut down for good. Um, every day you hear them, uh, iconic places, and it's sad to see. But, you know, a lot of legendary places in the service industry, craft beer industry, they don't have big margins to begin with and take out table service, take out the over the counter margins and it's just not going to last that long. So, you know, people are doing what they can, but there's only so much to be done. Uh, I know LA County just went back to take out only for all restaurants as of, I think Wednesday last night at 10 PM and for all restaurants, breweries, uh, I think anything service industry, uh, no patio dining, until further notice, which I think is at least three weeks. I could be wrong, but it's trending the wrong direction. And, you know, it's to try and curb the spread of COVID again for the fifth wave or sixth wave or whatever the hell we're on now because people don't want to wear a fucking mask. But it's tough because it's like choosing jobs or lives. And that's kind of what it seems to have been the whole time in this political battle. But it's hard to make it as a small business, and especially these days. 
and it's only getting worse. So um, I don't want this to be all doom and gloom. I just want to put some perspective on things. You know, there's it's hard to it's hard to look at this time of year in the most positive of lights that we would normally be uh, looking at this. But um, let's focus on some good things. So craft beer. A lot of people have rediscovered some old favorites and uh you hear about at grocery stores especially early on when people you know maybe money was kind of unsure of what was going on uh 12 packs 24 packs of old favorites like sierra pale and uh deschutes mirror pond and you know wherever you are whatever big brewery with a kind of an old-time favorite those beers do pretty well um i don't know if that's still happening but People have kind of rediscovered some old favorites as they just know that, you know, I like this beer, it's good. I don't have to worry about new flavors and new stuff going on. So that was a interesting trend to see. That certainty in favorite beers is uh, was kind of nice to see as uncertainty in daily life has continued. And another positive, breweries have continuously adapted to whatever the quote-unquote new normal is for that particular week or even day, um, you know, things, there've been a lot of adaptations to make and, you know, pivot is like the word of the fucking year pivot. I'm really tired of hearing pivot, but it's what everyone's had to do. And I think overwhelmingly people have done a really good job of that in the industry and, you know, trying to keep their doors open, keep people employed and keep beer flowing keep the customers happy. Um, but a lot of those, you know, a lot of those brewery owners are, you know, one thing they're really proud of is offering employment to people and being a part of their lives in that way. And that's something that is really in jeopardy. So they're really doing everything they can to keep people employed, keep people's quality of life as high as they can, you know, livable wages and all that. So, I think uh, breweries have done a, a really good job of that. To-go sales have kept a lot of breweries and restaurants open, and because of that, people employed. And then, you know, you see them shut down for a week or two weeks or whatever because someone gets sick and they have to contain and all that stuff. But uh, I don't know what else could go wrong for restaurants and small businesses, but I think overall they've handled it very well. Um, you know, and people who are doing the right thing, not going out in groups, um, you know, being safe, not, uh, traveling and taking risks that you don't need to take. Uh, you know, you're stuck at home and you want a beer or you want a cocktail or you want a meal from your favorite restaurant or whatever. That's really an option now. Sometimes it's the only option for restaurants and breweries, but, uh, that's an option that consumers are really taken to and I think as we get back into kind of head towards the dead of winter that's going to be right back to top of the line and you know places are shutting down Uh, I mentioned LA County I know that places all over are well mostly all over Um, again it gets into a political issue of whether or not you can have people in your business but uh, as we head back towards winter and get into the middle of it you know flu season I think every day recently has been a new record for hospitalizations and deaths and um, 
it take out and to go are going to be uh very important um and delivery too delivery is a big one um but you know while you're stuck at home uh why not drink a beer or 12 because that's what i've been doing um i don't know if i've consumed more beer this year than last year uh but it's been almost entirely at home as opposed to out and about um in social settings and uh i don't really want to know what the trash recycling collector person thinks when they dump my bins but uh i'll just avoid eye contact until next year um because there's a lot of beer cans yeah, i don't think i'm alone in that but uh yeah it's been basically all at home and another bright spot uh hospitality and service workers um especially grocery store workers and especially doctors and nurses uh have basically kept this country functioning in whatever capacity we're at um you know a lot of people owe their lives to hospitals and doctors and nurses um and a lot of people risk their lives you know in getting sick every day uh just going to work uh, doctors and nurses obviously grocery store workers because people need to buy food and you know hospitality service workers you know whether that's people working the to-go counter at your local brewery or restaurant or um, in whatever capacity they're in you know people are people got to pay rent you know there's not much going on on that level from the federal uh, government I don't think anything has happened since March or whenever the um, stimulus payment was, but, uh, a lot of people risking their own safety to help out others. So I think that's something to be grateful for that there are those people in our society that are willing to do that and, you know, feel the duty to do that and to help others. And that's, that's a, a pretty big one for me, just being aware of that. Um, you know, even in 2020, there are things we can find to be grateful for. Um, you know, I've learned a lot this year about society and all that it is that I thought it wasn't. You know, I thought we'd move past all this hatred and racism and anger and vitriol, but here we are. And, we, you know, we've seen, I think, some of the best of humanity and a lot of the worst of humanity come out this year. Um, specifically in America. So, you know, whatever side of the line you fall on the political scale, there's some things that I don't think we can really afford to disagree on, like human rights and basic equality and just not being terrible people to each other. And I think we've seen a lot of uh, bright spots coming out of all this. You know, I thought that I was pretty aware of um, my privilege as a white male and a lot of things that I've learned this year are, I think I've learned more about what I didn't know than anything that I actually did know, if that makes sense. So that one for me is a, a big one. Just having that awareness, understanding, you know, what other people's days may look like or how different they are compared to yours from when you walk out the door to when you walk back in. So, um, but like I said, there, this isn't meant to be all doom and gloom. Um, 
you know, there are things we can find to be grateful for even in a year like this. And a lot of people have lost a lot this year. I think that's important to acknowledge, but while we are still here in the middle or even worst or heading into possibly the worst part of this pandemic here in America, um, and don't even get me started on the federal failure on this, but I think it's important to try to keep some positivity and some love in your life. And that's what gets us through day to day. And, uh, that, and you know, a lot of beer. Um, so thanks for listening. Uh, I hope this was, a uh, a little bit of perspective and, and, uh, you take something positive out of this. I wasn't trying to just be all negative. I know it probably sounds like that, but, um, I think, uh, taking some positivity out of this is, is pretty important. So thanks for listening. Uh, help somebody out this holiday season if you can. Um, I just cleaned out a bunch of clothes that I'm hoping someone else can make better use of. And, um, you know, something as simple as that, you know, donating to a food bank, things like that. Um, it, it makes a difference for other people that, that may need a hand. And so if you can, I think, I think it's great to help somebody out this holiday season. Um, don't forget we are all on stolen land and back to another interview next week with a craft beer legend from a distant corner of the craft beer landscape. And now that this episode is over, I will be popping a magnum of 2019 Anchor Hour Special Ale. And yes, I will drink that whole thing today. Let me know what you're drinking. Uh, Comment on it on the Instagram post. Um, Send me an email. And uh, until the next round, cheers. Cheers.